Here's what's coming up on today's show. A lot of times with an income plan, we will show them you can still retire at 63, 64, and your portfolio can generate all the income you need without even turning on Social Security. So we get you retired earlier, and you still get the maximum benefit for Social Security. There are many factors that contribute to success, skill, good work habits, positive mental attitude, and of course, proper planning. So let's head to the drafting table and get this retirement success blueprint underway with Michael Stewart of Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian. Let's get started. Welcome into another edition of the Retirement Success Blueprint with Michael Stewart and myself here to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And uh, we're into the new year, and we've got the 2023 edition 10-point checklist for retirement preparedness on the docket for today. Mike, welcome in. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Happy New Year to you, Mark. I hope yeah, all's going well. Absolutely. And yourself? I'm doing excellent. It's yeah. a new year. We had a great 2022. Markets didn't, but as a firm, <laughs> we did okay. And looking forward to just helping as many people as we can in yeah. 2023. Well, we're here, right? Another year is upon us. And so it is a great time to ask yourself 10 questions to assess how ready you are for retirement. And we happen to have those 10 questions. So how fortunate is that? Uh, that you're tuned in here. So if you're retiring this year or even maybe next year, uh, it's essential to have some concrete answers. So let's dive into some of these, Mike, and see if we can help some folks out with some things to uh, ponder. First one, do I know exactly how much income I'm going to have or going to need, excuse me, every month? That's a big question. No, absolutely. And every week we talk about in retirement, income is the outcome, right? So it's not about having saved a certain amount of money or that. It's about how much income can I get off of my retirement? So really it comes down to, there's two ways to look at it. One is going to be, you know, a bottom-up analysis and a bottom-up analysis is, you know, you pull out six months of your check statements and you're like, okay, what did I spend on my groceries? What did I spend on utilities? And then say, okay, this is my needs, the minimum that I need. And that's kind of a cumbersome approach that most people don't like because they don't like to budget. You know, how we typically start with clients is most people don't drop down in a tax bracket in retirement because they want to live the same lifestyle that they did when they were working, right? They didn't retire to go on a diminished you know, lifestyle. Yeah. So what we do is we say, okay, what's the net amount that you're currently taking home from your current payroll? You know, so let's say they make, you know, $3,000 every two weeks, you know, in household income after taxes, after deductions. So they need $6,000 a month just to get the exact same income that they had when they were working. So that's $72,000 a year. Well, then by knowing how much income you need just to replace the income that's no longer coming in in the form of a paycheck, now we can roll up our sleeves and say, okay, how much is Social Security paying? How much is the pension? And now what's our income gap? And can our investments fill that income gap? Yeah. You know, you mentioned a bottoms up approach. And I was like, well, coming off the holidays, depending on who visited your house for how long, I was thinking a totally different answer. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up in a different way. Uh, have a little drink there. All right. So, no, that's good stuff for sure. So, income, obviously, super important. Uh, and, and the first item there on our checklist. Number two, do I know which accounts I should withdraw from first? That's a really big one as well. So, it's, it's about how you're structuring things and where you're pulling at what time. No, absolutely. So, once you determine how much extra supplemental income you need, then you come back and you say, okay, well, which bucket do I pull from? So when you, what that means is, you know, everybody talks about asset allocation. So that means that, you know, am I in stocks, bonds, annuities, whatever it happens to be. Uh, there's also something called tax location. And that means, you know, do I take from the tax-free Roth account? Do I take from the tax-deferred account? Do I spend my savings down? 
that indicates based on what your income level is and what your taxes are going to be, that's going to determine how you decide which buckets to take it from. So when we put an income plan together for clients, it really says, okay, we're going to tap X amount out of this bucket, X amount of this, because it's going to reduce your overall tax liability. Okay. All right. So going through this here, number three, uh, ideal time to take Social Security. Again, if we're talking about this from a 2023 standpoint for you know retirement, you, you need to have that strategy in place because that's a huge component of people's, sometimes more so than they realize. Yeah, cor- correct. A lot of people kind of poo-poo so- Social Security and be like, oh, I don't even know if it's going to be around there for me. But the reality is for most, it's 35 to 50% of your income in retirement. So you want to maximize it but you also want to get retired a little bit sooner. So you want to know what your break even is. If you say, okay, if I take it at 62 or 65, instead of waiting till 66 or 67 or 70, then, you know, what's my break even? When do all Mm -hmm. those checks catch up, you know, from waiting a little while versus having taken it earlier? And what we really do is coordinate social security with, let's take a look at what your social security benefit is at variety of ages, 62, 65, 67, and then coordinate that with the other resources that you've saved, your pensions, your IRAs, your 401ks, and then say, can we now between all of those sources wind up generating the amount of income that you need? Because the thing is, a lot of people will make that social security decision in a vacuum and say, oh, I got to work until 66 because that's when you know I don't get a penalty for taking my social security early. But a lot of times with an income plan, we will show them you can still retire at 63, 64, and your portfolio can generate all the income you need without even turning on social security. So we get you retired earlier and you still get the maximum benefit for social security. All right. Uh, great there. When talking about the social security aspect, definitely make sure you're addressing that. Number four, longevity risk. Uh, how are you addressing that in your portfolio or your strategy, Mike? Because uh, that is the great multiplier of everything else. No, absolutely. Longevity is a risk multiplier, like you said, because what happens is the longer everybody's worried about, oh, what if the market crashes or what if inflation stays high? And all those are very important and logical things. But if you think about longevity, the longer you live, the longer and the more often you're going to participate in a market crash. The longer you live, the more taxes are going to go up and down. The longer you live, you're going to see bouts of high inflation and low inflation. The longer you live, the more likelihood there's going to be for a health care event. So you need to build all that into your plan. Yeah. Have you uh, addressed how you're going to handle market volatility? That's number five. Uh, Obviously, last year, quite a bit. And many indicators say that it'll probably stay that way going into 23, at least for a while. No one knows, but that's the indicators. I agree. I I think the first half of the year is still going to be pretty volatile as we work through the same reasons and same causes that caused 2022 to be Mm -hmm. volatile. Aggressive Fed, high inflation, labor market issues. You know, so you're going to see you know, earnings decline in the market. So that's going to cause some market volatility. The best way to handle market volatility is when you're putting your plan together, it says, okay, I know markets go up and down and I'm okay with X. I need to have some equity exposure, some stock market exposure to keep up with the cost of living. But at the same time, I can't have a market conditions going up or down impact my annual income negatively. And what that means is when you put that income plan together, when we put a plan together, we start with income planning. We say, okay, how much from all these different sources we discussed, Social Security, IRAs, 401ks, pensions, savings, how much income do I need to generate to cover my wants and my needs? And can I generate that now, then go to the risk section? The problem is what usually winds up happening is individuals come out and they say, okay, hey, look, you know, I should be in X amount of stocks, X amount of bonds, and that's the way I should invest. And then they think about income. Mm-hmm. Instead, they should position themselves primarily to focus only on the income 
and then determine how much risk they need to take. Well, you mentioned inflation. That's number six on the list. Uh, it's It got a little better as 22 wound down, but it's still there, and it's probably going to be there through parts of the year as well. I agree. And I think what you're going to see is you know, we went from you know historically low inflation in the last 10 years of around 2% to spiking up to 9% over the summer. Now it's down to 7. It'll get down to 6 and 5 and 4, and then it'll probably get pretty sticky around the 4 or 5% range. So it's going to be with us for another good year or two at least. Yeah. So how you combat inflation is, one, you got to know where all your income's coming from, first and foremost. But you also have to have a hedge to that inflation, which means it's either got to be real estate or some kind of stock market exposure. Now, once again, the stock market part isn't designed for your current income. The stock market part is so that over time, you have something that's going to keep up with inflation to give you a rising income over the next three, five, ten plus years. Well, and, and of course, inflation is always going to be with us, right? We were kind of talking more of the higher uh, bits that we've been seeing, but inflation is always going to be with you. So it's something that's always got to be factored into your retirement strategy anyway. Uh, but of course, when it's been really high, it's, a, it's a, an extra little weight added in there that we want to deal with. And so is the future uh, concept of tax increases. They've got to be there, Mike. There's just, I mean, we did another $1.7 trillion uh, the last couple of days of the year. As a matter of fact, I'm sure in the next few weeks, we'll be talking about some of the Secure Act 2 kind of was slid in there as well. There's some changes going on there as we get a chance to digest that. But you got to think about the possibility of future tax increases. You have to, and it's inevitable for two reasons. One, as you alluded to, you know, not only the six trillion dollars that we, you know, printed uh, to cover COVID and a lot of those programs, but another almost two trillion with the Inflation Reduction Act, and then add Secure 2.0 on top of that. You know, the taxes have to go up, or services have to decline. You know, so they've either got to cut services, which the government never cuts spending, right? right? You know, or they've got to increase taxes. And in fact, even if let's say they say, you know, we're not going to raise taxes, you know, because we're just good patriots. Well, what's going to happen January 1st, 2026 is that taxes are going up anyway. Yeah. And the reason why is the TCJA, the, you know, what they call the Trump tax cuts, that was passed in 2017 expires. So January 1st, 2026, tax rates go back to where they were in 2017. So everybody's taxes are going up independent of if Congress does something. It's just a matter of do they do something sooner or later. Right. Yeah, we're three more years. We're exactly where we're at potentially. Uh, and then a change or they change it before then. Right. So one, one way or the other. Uh, it's getting changed. So yeah, you've definitely got to address that in the future tax increases. Um, you also got to address, you know, healthcare costs. It usually runs higher than normal inflation. So that's another factor. That's number eight. Oh, absolutely. Hey, yeah, healthcare costs, you know, taxes and healthcare expenses in retirement are your two largest expenses, more than housing, more than concerns about market volatility and those things. So you need to have a plan to address it. So if you're a married couple and you've got over three and a half million dollars of a net worth, you're probably going to be okay without long-term care, as long as you're not as much concerned about a legacy. Now, if we're a married couple with less than $3.5 million, we need to hedge that a little bit. And we do that through traditional long-term care policies or investments that might have a long-term care benefit attached to it, or even what they call hybrid long-term care policies. So you definitely want to know what your options are, and you want to qualify for them while you still have your health. Because unfortunately, when most people are interested in getting long-term care insurance is once there's already an event, and by that time it's too late. Yeah, you mentioned legacy. That's number nine. Do you have that nailed down, uh, especially if it's important to you? There's different degrees of the importance for legacy with different clients, different customers, right? Some care a lot, some care a little, but either way, do you have it nailed down? Yeah, there, there's two aspects on the legacy side and you know, estate planning in general. One is for when you're living. So one, do you have a plan that protects your assets you know, from market loss, inflation, 
volatility, taxes, all those kind of things. And, you know, that's going to be not only asset allocation and how you manage that, but also do you have your power of attorneys for healthcare, financial matters, those kind of things. Then you have the estate planning for after you pass. And that's going to be the things like, do you need a will, a trust, transfer on death deeds so that you can have kind of keep the government out of your business, pay the least amount of taxes, least amount of time and least amount of attorney involvement and avoid probate at the same time. So it's really, you know, part of our retirement success blueprint process is where's your income coming from? Are you legally paying the least amount of taxes? If you had a healthcare event, how would you pay for it? And are your estate planning documents in order? Yeah, definitely. So the final one here, number 10 on the list of items we're talking about, the 2023 edition of the 10-point checklist, uh, is uh, current investments or products that you don't fully understand. Do you have some things that still doesn't quite resonate with you? And if so, talk with your you know professional, talk with your advisor. Uh, if you're not working with one, well, clearly that's one of the reasons why you don't understand it. No, agreed. And because the issue with that is most people have what's called an investment plan. And that's, I call it a junk drawer of stuff, a junk drawer of financial junk drawer. And that means that you've got stocks and bonds and annuities and life insurance. You've been sold this stuff for the last 30, 40 years, but you have no idea how they all work together or even if they're supposed to work together. A lot of times prospective clients will come in and I'll be like, oh, you know, how'd you acquire that? I don't know. That's just what the guy was selling me. You know, <laughs> I assumed it was the right thing. And so the reality is, as you're getting closer, five, 10 years away from retirement, or especially if you're in retirement, you just need to take a step back, get a second opinion and say, okay, here's where I am today. Here's what I'm trying to do. Are there any gaps in my plan? And if there are, great. A fiduciary like ourselves or you know another one out there will be able to put that plan together for you that's going to address all of those needs for you rather than just sell you something. Yeah, absolutely. So again, make sure that you you know use this checklist as some items to run through. Uh, if you need some help, if you've got some questions, whether you're working with a professional or not, uh, it's some items that you can just say, hey, this is what I was thinking about. This is some things that I want to tackle. And so if that's the case, you know, if you if you need that help, reach out to Mike if you're not already working with him and the team at Crystal Lake Tax.com. That's where you can find them online. CrystalLakeTax.com. You can drop us an email. You can check out a lot of good tools, tips, resources, and subscribe to the podcast if you're so inclined. And speaking of, let's finish off with some email questions, or at least a email question uh, from Sally in the Chicago area. She says, uh, Michael, I'm retiring next month, and it occurs to me that I don't really know where my income is going to come from. Oh, boy. That's uh, that's kind of close there, Sally. She says, I have Social Security, but I know that's not going to be enough to live on. So uh, when we talked about this, she says, should I start withdrawing from my 401k next month when the paycheck stops? I think that was like number two on our list, Mike, right? I was like, know where it's coming from. Absolutely. And the, and the key thing, Sally, with that is, and you're not alone. It happens to everybody. They think that they've accumulated enough. They know they're going to get Social Security. They're just going to turn on that Social Security spigot when they retire and then hope that they've got some other plan that's just going to magically work. Well, that doesn't really give you a lot of confidence, doesn't give you a lot of clarity, doesn't give you a lot of certainty. So Sally, what you need to do is get with a fiduciary advisor, we'd be happy to help you, that's going to put that income plan together for you. That's going to say, okay, and I'll give you an arbitrary number since you didn't share the balances. Sally, let's say you're retiring with a million dollars and your social security is going to be $30,000 a year. And you say, Mike, I need $70,000 a year to not only pay my bills, but also do all the things that I'm retiring to do, spend time with the kids, the grandkids, travel, garden, volunteer, whatever you choose to do. So what happens is, Sally, on that million dollars, you need to generate an extra $40,000 because that $40,000 with your 30,000 Social Security will get you $70,000 of income and potentially rising income too. Now, where's that 40,000 gonna come from? You need to have a portfolio that generates that 40,000 in interest and dividends 
so that in years like 2022, or when the market's down, you don't have to sell shares when the market's down. You can just take cash flow off your investments in the form of interest and dividends without touching the principal. That's what's going to give you longevity for retirement. So it's going to make your money last as long as you do. So if you need that income plan, Sally, you know, that's what we specialize in. We're happy to help you do it. All right. So again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We always appreciate your time. Again, consider subscribing on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Find it all at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. And we'll see you next time here on the Retirement Success Blueprint. For Michael Stewart, I'm Mark Killian. We'll catch you next time here again on the Retirement Success Blueprint. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are not associated entities. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial is a franchise of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are associated entities.